one of the one of the things that I always try and do is build the equipment to not only the standard that is required under uh, IAAF regulations, but also to the standard that the people who use the equipment really enjoy using. So when it comes to doing a throwing circle for shot put or discus or hammer, we try and get the finish of the concrete just so, and it's exactly the way that the throwers like to use it. People all around the world love sport. From playing ball in the backyard through to the Olympic and Paralympic podiums, the majority of the world's population play, watch and enjoy sport. Steve Dart from Play Hard Sports gives listeners the chance to meet people from across the world of entertainment, sports and business who are affecting the way international sport is unfolding. So, with the combination of technology, passion and great people wanting to tell their story, it gives rise to Play Hard Sports Behind the Games podcast. On today's series of Behind the Games, I'm talking to Ben Richards from Australian Sports Equipment. Good afternoon, Ben. How are you? Yeah, I'm good, thanks, Steve. How are you, mate? Yeah, wonderful. Hey, thanks for giving you a valuable time this afternoon. No trouble. Uh, in beautiful Melbourne, the weather's gone good? Yeah, it's lovely. Fantastic. Um, mate, if you can just go back to the early years of your education, tell us a bit about yourself and, and uh, your growing up. Uh, yeah, no worries, Steve. I grew up in Melbourne, uh, leafy suburbs of Camberwell, uh, where we're actually sitting today because the apple doesn't fall far from the tree. I've beautiful. Moved about 100 metres in my uh Existence. Wow. So my kids are uh, just growing up now and going to the same primary school as I went to at Hartwell Primary all wow. those years ago. And my daughter's just starting secondary college at Kingswood College in Box Hill, which is the same high school that I went to. Wow, that's great. You've got four kids, right? I have four kids. My eldest, Cassidy, then Bo, Fred and Eliza. Wonderful. Um, mate, let's get into some of your uh, early employment. Uh, straight out of school. I always wanted to be a builder um, from the time I was tiny. Uh Decided that a uh, carpentry apprenticeship was the way to go. So as soon as I finished high school, which uh, for me was important to get through the high school and finish up, I went out and worked for a fellow named Mark Sutherland and w- I did a four-year apprenticeship learning to uh, build reasonably high-end uh, domestic houses. Wow. That's so, so that gave you a really good base? Yeah, yeah. Look, it gives you a background in everything. We used to do everything from digging stump holes to uh, bathroom tiling and plastering. So we got a really good broad uh, experience. Wonderful. What about some of your sporting highlights, mate? As in uh, sporting team highlights? Yeah. Well, one of the problems there, of course, is I'm a uh, Richmond supporter. So right. I'm only 40. We haven't had that many highlights in 40 years. Great thing, so, mate. I can vaguely remember uh, Richmond losing the 1982 grand final, if that counts as a highlight. Wow, I remember that too. <laughs> Who was that against? That was against Carlton. Wow. Yes, the old enemy. Yeah, 1980, was it? 1982. We won 1980, but I was too young to remember it. Correct, correct. Um, Okay, so with your sporting highlights, were you in a team sport yourself? Look, yeah, I played uh, basketball for a lot of years and also uh, participated in archery at a fairly high level. Uh, Sort of achieved up to second in the state at at, uh, men's archery, Uh, something that sort of fell by the wayside in my 20s. Okay, what was that? Oh, wife and uh, girlfriends and uh, sure, other sure. other things that get in the way. But uh, uh, now we'll uh, um, hopefully yeah, get back to these things. I enjoy uh, shotgun shooting now, yep. and uh, I do 
uh, clay target shooting quite a lot. Um, wow. And really pleased this year that my daughter is now uh, 12, so she's able to come participate with me. And yep. we've, we've got a shoot on tomorrow that we're really looking forward to going and doing. Good on you, mate. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, in regards to your career and the opportunities presenting themselves now, Australian Sports Equipment, that sounds exciting, mate. What are you actually doing there with that business? Look, Australian Sports Equipment's a great business. Uh, we work on a whole range of uh, sports gear, so mainly doing installs. So uh, we source gear from uh, suppliers and we do the the physical installations for either uh, home clients, for schools, for athletics tracks. Uh, It depends on on what's required, but it it provides a really broad range of stuff that we work with. Sure. And so who's some of your bigger clients? Look, uh, I do a lot of work with um, Polytan, Mm -hmm. who are a sports track construction company they do running tracks and hockey fields uh, or synthetic grass afl fields lots of really big uh, sports constructions and we've done work with them all around australia and internationally Uh, i do a lot of work with play hard sports uh, where they're preferred installer for equipment in victoria and the southern states we actually uh, have work once again you know all around australia for play hard sports installing their um, equipment. Fantastic. You mentioned earlier about um, when I was off air in regards to Polytan and Steve Heaps was a big part of your career advancements. Is that correct? Yeah, it's true. When I, I first got into uh, the field of uh, sports equipment about five years ago, I actually had a call out of the blue from Trevor Bowman at Play Hard Sports looking yep. for someone to install a hammer cage in Melbourne. Uh, we were able to help him out. We got Good experience, as I said, uh, with the building side of things, but also we've got a, um, a strong experience in earth moving. So to do the, the ground installs and so on, we found was really a good niche thing for us. That was a, that was a job for Team Sports, uh, and the site supervisor was Steve Heaps. Uh, he's now with Polytan, as Polytan have taken over Team Sports. And so... Steve has been a big part of uh, me going and then working on other equipment through various uh, tracks. We worked in Canberra and he's, he's uh, taken us around because he saw the quality of work we were doing and he's really pleased with it and uh, it certainly makes his life easier and it's been a great relationship over the last five years. Sure. So what in your mind means quality of work? Look, one of the, one of the biggest things is understanding the equipment, understanding the requirements. Um, one of the one of the things that I always try and do is build the equipment to not only the standard that is required under uh, IAAF regulations, but also to the standard that the people who use the equipment really enjoy using. So when it comes to doing a throwing circle for shot put or discus or hammer, we try and get the finish of the concrete just so, and it's exactly the way that the throwers like to use it. Uh, not too rough, n- nice and flat beautiful finish for people to use it rather than just throwing it in and getting the job done so something that is is usable and it's going to be usable long term okay something in that's been new to the market recently is the play out sports equipment's thor series of hammer and discus cages you install quite a few of them what do you like about them look the thor cage is a big step forwards uh we initially were installing the the older series of uh play hard cages which were a fantastic cage the new thor series are great one of the big advances is that there's a lot less poles involved. So the visibility of athletes 
is fantastic compared to what an old cage was like, where there was lots and lots of poles in the way. Sure. Um, the, the cost of installation is also a lot better because we've only got to do a few footings where we used to have to do quite a significant uh, installation on site. Uh, they're user-friendly. They're, they're reasonably light and easy to stand. They're all aluminium, so they're durable long-term in the, in the weather. They're really easy to use. Um, look, they look great. They're a fantastic-looking cage. I think they're by far the best-looking uh, hammer cage that I've ever seen. And to be perfectly honest, having worked with other cages and other brands of hammer cages, I really wouldn't recommend any other cage than that Thor 9 or Thor 10 cage. Wow, that's fantastic. In regards to Cyclone Rated, what does that mean by uh, your, your view? Look, <clears throat> one of the big problems with hammer cages, um, and always has been, is that they're a huge net and they catch a lot of wind the thor series of cages are the first one that's been rated to cope with cyclone level winds which is up to about 100 kilometers now most cages on the market are only good for about 30 kilometers now okay and one of the biggest hassles with that is most of our athletics tracks are wide open spaces mm. they're very often um on uh, flat areas or near the sea and so 30 kilometers now is something that could happen Pretty much every day. Sure. The issue with that is if you've got a, a wind of over 30 k's now, you have to drop the whole net onto the ground. The and you've got to have the whole net's got to be on the ground, otherwise, you risk damaging the structure. Okay. Now, not many places have the staffing to be able to put these nets up and down on a daily basis. The fantastic thing about a thaw cage is it can be up all year and you virtually never have to touch it, it is virtually maintenance free. Um, which which makes it really appealing, particularly to your, to your um, regional and your suburban clubs who really don't have the manpower to be constantly operating and maintaining gear. Yeah, sure. Um, when we talked about IAAF certified, obviously was that something that Australian Athletics um, wanted to see a cage built for cost structure pricing or just because it was a bit more available to clubs? How did that work? Look, IAAF is uh, the International Athletics Federation is a governing body worldwide. And if you're going to do an athletics uh, carnival or meet, you need to make sure that your track and your equipment is certified by the IAAF. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, obviously, you know, records, etc., are not going to count. The, they don't count towards uh, in, uh, competition. Sure. So it's critical that any... Um, equipment that's installed on an athletics track is IAAF rated. And, yeah, the Thor Series uh, have that rating. They're, they're uh, uh, certified for international competition. And um, when you get a thrower, an athlete, uh, throwing out of these cages, what's the uh, main critical component about uh, the way they're releasing the discus or hammer throw? Obviously, you don't want that uh, implement strikes on the cages, so this is where the, the netting is removed from the actual skeleton of the of the um, system is this advantage yeah look one of the great things the the thor series of cages are a polypropylene net which is suspended from a metal superstructure which is a really modern way of doing hammer cages Mm, a lot of cages that are around in the suburbs these days are, are anything up to 50 or more years old and a lot of them are made out of steel pipes with steel mesh on them now the biggest problem we have with those is that when someone throws a hammer or a discus and it strikes the, the poles or it strikes the wire, it then comes flying straight back and tries to hit the athlete, which wow. is not a, not a safe situation. Absolutely. And I also find that it creates a lot of damage to the cage. So by having a suspended polypropylene net, 
the, the all of the energy from the implements absorbed by the net, and then the net just the the hammer or discus just falls gently straight down to earth. With some of the other cages that are around uh, that that utilise a polypropylene net, they haven't set the net in such a way that it prevents the implements from hitting the superstructure. So instead of falling safely down, the hammer will push through the net, hit the pipe that's holding the net up, and then bounce back. Sure. And also causes significant damage. Yep. Um, I know we did a did a replacement for Playhard uh, only a couple of years ago for some cages that have been installed brand new. Yep. And in less than three years, the superstructure had taken so many hits from hammers that they were, were damaged beyond use and three had to be years. replaced. Whereas uh, the Thor series of cages have the net hung in such a way that the hammer should never, ever be able to hit the superstructure. Sounds like smart design. Should laugh, it should last indefinitely. Absolutely. Um, what else? Um, have you done any of the Apollo series? Look, we haven't uh, haven't installed Apollo down in Melbourne yet. Yep. Uh, we have uh, had several inquiries recently, and uh, they're waiting on funding. Yep. But, uh, yeah, we, we, we look forward to uh, putting in our first couple of Apollo discus cages in the next 12 months as soon as uh, as soon as the clubs are able to get their uh, their government funding. Wonderful. What else do you install for PlayHard? Look, we've done uh, a wide range of PlayHard stuff. We do a lot of basketball equipment for PlayHard. Yep. Uh, most of our basketball gear is done at a school level, either primary schools or high schools. Uh, they're, they're a really durable uh, setup, so they, they last much, much better than a lot of the other brands of basketball gear, which still utilise the old um, wooden backboards, plywood backboards, sure. which uh, obviously weather really badly. The, the PlayHard series... Uh, with polyboards, yep. So they're uh, UV resistant plastic board, yep. Um, with a with a full perimeter frame, they're really durable for a school environment where they really you know get put through the ringer. Okay. Um, one of the one of the great things about Playhard's basketball gear, it's all tested. Um, uh, they tested their towers um, to suit uh, Queensland government standards. Okay. Uh, a few years ago. Queensland was having trouble with uh, uh, some severe injuries where basketball towers had failed. They weren't play-hards ones, but the, the government uh, brought in uh, some regulations stating that uh, all basketball towers that go up in Queensland schools had to pass a stress test, and that was 300 kilograms applied to the front of the ring 10,000 times. Wow. Now, to my knowledge, nobody else has done that test, yep. but PlayHard actually had their equipment tested by actually physically applying a 300 kilo weight to the front of their gear wow. 10,000 times and it passed with flying colours. Right. They really are rated as, as strong uh, and, and durable pieces of equipment yep. and it makes them fantastic for school applications. Yep. We, we use similar stuff, play hard stuff. We've also done in domestic situations, uh, sometimes with glass backboards, which look fantastic. Um, yeah, so, so even at, at home level, they're, they're, they're a really fantastic bit of gear. That's great. What's um, the future look like for Australian sports? Uh, the future looks busy. Uh, at the moment, there seems to have been a, uh, a bit of a boom in uh, athletics particularly. Yeah. Uh, we've, we've just uh, completed a, a big project out at Melton with Polytan. We've done another, another track at Craigieburn with William Louds. Yeah. And we've, we've uh, got lots of projects that have been on the go in the last 12 months that are coming to to, to a finish, and then we're moving on. We've got some, some more stuff coming up 
in the next 12 months we're expecting to, to do stuff in Fiji, uh, Western Australia, wow. and uh, on the Gold Coast. That's fantastic. So, yeah, look, it, uh, it, it seems to be – sport seems to be going through a refresh at the moment. As I mentioned, a lot of the suburban equipment is, is getting really long in the tooth. Uh, yeah. I'm not sure whether it was uh, built in readiness for the 1956 games, but uh, a lot of the stuff is getting to the stage where it's, where it's really past its prime and, and we're getting a lot of work replacing these old and unsafe uh, pieces of equipment. Sure. Well, it sounds like you've got a really good um, uh, time ahead of you. Um, what about any international travel for yourself? Anything planned? Yeah, look, at this stage we've got uh, we've got a project coming up in Fiji for Polyten, which I just mentioned. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's looking at coming online in the next uh, next two or three months. So hopefully hopefully it comes during the Melbourne winter and I can get away uh, and uh, work in the, uh, the sunny climes of Fiji. Fantastic. I always ask our guests this question, but if you were a 20 again, what advice would you give yourself now? What advice would I give to the 20-year-old me? Don't eat so much would be the first thing. Uh, as, as a 40-year-old who could outrun his 20-year-old self by a significant margin, uh, start getting fit a lot sooner <laughs> would, be, would be a really good piece of advice. Um, it's, it's one of those things. Do, do you really want to go back and change how you did things? Um, I don't think I've got any major regrets on how I've run life. Maybe, maybe give away building a little bit sooner and 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 get into the uh, get into the sporting gear because it really has been a fantastic for me and my business. Uh, we've certainly really enjoyed the switch up from domestic building to to working on the the sports gear and the opportunities that uh, it's presented it's uh, presented to us been fantastic. Yeah, look, it really sounds like you've got a lot of passion for what you do. And uh, where will people be able to get in contact if they want your services? Oh, look, uh, email and website uh, is is always a great way to get onto us. Uh, I, I set up the website for Australian Sports Equipment uh, oh, more than 12 months ago now. The only problem is, of course, uh, being in such demand, we <laughs> haven't really finished the website off. So she's, uh, she's a little bit thin on the ground. But certainly my contacts are available via Facebook. Yep. We've got a Facebook page. Uh, that's a great way to get in contact these days. Um, so we, we, we get a lot of inquiries also via the, the big uh, contractors through Polytan, through Playhard, uh, through William Louds. Wonderful. Ben Richards, Australian Sports Equipment, thanks so much for your time. Look forward to seeing you again and speaking to you again down the track. No worries. Thanks very much, Steve. Appreciate uh, you coming and talking to us. Okay.